So, welcome back to another episode of Beardos Media. You are joined by myself, Majid, and we have the usual controversial Khan, Ali Khan. Um, and today is, it's a nice warm day, isn't it? Some might say it's a bit too warm. Unforgivably warm. <laughs> so, nice, nice. That's so, what you did there. So, on the topic of forgiveness... You know, we thought, you know what, it is a bit of an odd topic. Not the topic is great. It's an odd concept to get grasp of properly when you're having a conversation about forgiveness. People question, well, what is forgiveness? What does it look like? Do you even have the right to ask for forgiveness? That's a that's a, a common one because some people feel they've been wronged when they're not in that position to have been wronged in the first place. So why are they even asking for forgiveness? Anyway. Based on this topic, uh, forgiveness, is it too late to say I'm sorry? Straight after this. Um... lost yourself for a second didn't you forgive me for the for, <laughs> forgive the, for the delay um, but yeah no uh, another episode quite an interesting topic today um is it too late to say sorry i i didn't want to title it that i'm so sorry i apologize um that's <laughs> getting cheesy but now, no we've it? got we've got uh, we've got quite an interesting topic uh lined up for you uh asking for forgiveness forgiving uh being sorry what it means to be sorry what it means to forgive and all of that um much do you find yourself asking for forgiveness often um i try and i try and put myself in a position where i don't need to okay um well, so it's not don't, often, don't we all but but yeah <laughs> well actually you'd be surprised some people are very careless in in that regard but i try not to um, you mean some people are married, right? <laughs> some people are husbands. It's, it's just the way it is. I tell you what I do find myself doing consciously is saying sorry to my kids for the minor, you know, my, most minor of things because I don't want them to be accustomed to 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 you know believe in a notion that if just because you're older you can't say sorry. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So. Oh yeah, because it's partly sort of a bit cultural that you know you don't really have to. Yeah address kids or apologize to them or yeah you know. someone younger than you someone you know yeah I, i'm like you in that sense i, yeah. I would apologize to it's kids. like when people say g and say to see and stuff like that in punjabi to respect i'm quite words. happy saying to yeah. to anybody younger than me yeah except yeah. for your wife 
well, uh, I knew it. I knew it. See, you're, you're, you're through and through. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> culture, that, that comes through and through, and you, you're typical. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I uh, thankfully, I mean, I, I have no shame in asking for forgiveness if uh, it's come to a stage where somebody feels that. They, they, that I should be asking for their forgiveness for something. So you're, ask, wrong you're asking for forgiveness because the other person was upset, or you understand that you've made an error, or you've kind of done a boo. Yeah, if somebody feels like they deserve, uh, uh, you know, see that's interesting because yeah, because you might not think that. Yeah, but I, it's, you know, it's like it's a political answer sometimes, isn't it? I'm sorry yeah. you feel that way. <laughs> Is that even an apology? <laughs> well, that's a good question, isn't it? That's a that's a. But if it if it that's if it, doing a Donald Trump, isn't it? Really, no, but if it if it gets you through and it resolves the situation, then it's better than confronting, you know, and making a big deal out of something that doesn't need to be made a big deal out of. So passive aggressive, almost. Well, I wouldn't say a passive aggressive. You don't think saying that? Nah, um, nah. I'm sorry, you feel that way. Is no, uh, no, I'm sorry you feel that you know I I I may have said or done something <laughs> intentionally. If you if if that is the case, then I apologize. It wasn't my intention is, because now because you, yeah, that's the caveat, isn't it? Because well, there's two or three in there. I'm well, yeah. sorry you a feel lot of that presuppositions way. in there, aren't there? Yeah, this is it. But uh, we're going to bring in our um, special guest uh, for this episode. Uh, very knowledgeable brother, mashallah. I'll let him introduce himself because I'll, I know I'm going to get the wording and everything wrong but uh, if we can bring uh, Sheikh Zuhair in Assalamu alaikum Sheikh Wa alaikum salam how are you guys <laughs> how are you my brother Alhamdulillah um, mashallah but then, before well. we uh, before we take the bull by the horns would you just take a moment to sort of introduce yourself to uh, those that may not have come across you before yeah okay bismillah so my name is Zuhair Giraj I live in Birmingham um, I'm the founder of Afia Healing, a natural healing modality focusing on physical and emotional well-being. So a lot of the times, you know, we get people who have got aches and pains, which we have a lot within our community, but then more so the emotional baggage that, you know, we accumulate through life. And this is something that really needs to be looked at and addressed. And most of our emotional baggage that we have carried for generations could easily have been dealt with by just saying I'm sorry, mm, mm. isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so th this is the thing that inshallah, once we start to um, accustom ourselves, we start to acknowledge the fact that, you know what, underneath my pain, there is also a hurt. There is mm. something that didn't fall right with me, something that I didn't really connect to. That is what needs to be addressed. And so oh, Alhamdulillah with Afia yeah. Healing, this is my mission really is to connect people back to our traditions and at mm. the same time also understand the impact that these emotions are having upon us, our health, mm. our well-being, our families, our relationships, our work, everything that we do. Sure. Because it's all based on what we bring from our perspective into this world. Fantastic, fantastic. And if oh. people want to know more about uh, what you offer and, 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 uh, and uh, what you propagate, where should they go to? Any of the um, social media handles at Afia Healing. Um, yeah. Inshallah, I'm sure something. If you will can, come. yeah. If you can, uh, uh, whether you can I do it now, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how good you are at multitasking, but, but sure if, yeah, if you want to put it in the comments, that's fantastic. You can put it in the comments. Yeah. So uh, and even afterwards, because this yeah, is going to be linked out to several different places, and you can okay. even on, on YouTube and whatnot. So uh, feel free to put your. Uh, put your links in there. Ibran says it would it, it would 
I would say it depends on the gravity of the misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. It's spoken like a true lawyer. He's a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. So, it was, yeah, it depends on the, on the gravity of the misdemeanor. Rafiq says, uh, what if it's been so long that they've forgotten about what you did? Or in fact, they had no idea you even did something wrong. Yeah, Should you still you. apologize? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that's a, that's a good question. I, I find myself in that situation and I have reached out to apologize because um, you just never know, do you? You just never know whether somebody has uh, acknowledged what you may have said or done wrong or, you know, you'd rather apologize and get it over and done here than than there, yeah. <laughs> than there and I think you know. probably at different sort of uh, times in our life we we probably find ourselves on both sides of that fence one maybe having upset someone and not being aware of it yeah you know or having taken something to heart yeah and perhaps the other person not knowing that how it's affected us which yeah. which comes to the point that years and not passed, intending to hurt you as well and not intending to Sheikh what what's your sort of definition of an apology what are the do you know well before i think before we even discuss what a definition of apology is we need a definition of what uh what an upset is yeah that, that's a tricky one isn't it, isn't it? because what in look i i think ibran who's 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 watching as well he will he will he will um share these sentiments I remember back when I was doing law in, in university and there was this test, it's called the proximity test, before somebody could um, put in a claim for any kind of wrongdoing or, that, or any suffering of loss uh, in, in negligence and, and whatnot. So you basically had to fulfill a test, uh, a criteria of some kind, where you could prove that you were genuinely wronged before you could claim for damages that's from a legal perspective. Legal perspective, yeah. So Obviously, I'm just, I'm just, in, yeah, in life we don't really live like that, do we? Yeah, but you know, at the same time, where does that where does that stop? Brother Zahir, where, where would you say is there in your mind uh, uh, and in your research something to kind of put a uh, I don't know, let's just say a limit on how far you go before you feel you're you're, you're wronged uh, and, and you deserve an apology. Well, this is the thing. I think every person has their own limits. So what mm, we need to true. understand is what, you know, if I'm going to say something now, it will affect both of you very differently. Okay. And it all depends true. on all the, on all the experiences that you've had through life. I might say a word, I might, mm. you know, make a joke. I might just do something that affects one of you more than it does the other. True. I'm never yeah. to know. That you know what true. now, brother Ali is going to go and sulk right for the whole evening, okay? Because, well, you see, this is that's so normal. We just, we yeah. just, oh, he's always sulking. There you go. Right? So there we got it. Right? <laughs> so uh, I, I eat myself to that. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it shows his age as well, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it all adds up. So <laughs> this, this is what we need to understand: is is what impact are we having? And this is why mm. you see, Islamically, is what we need to understand. Why it is so imperative, and this is why when the Prophet said that so he seeks forgiveness 70 times a day, not that wow. he needs to ask for forgiveness, but yeah. it's teaching us that we need to ask for forgiveness because mm. on a daily basis, you know, and this is a dua that I make sometimes to say, Ya Allah, show me all the people that I've hurt in my life without me knowing. Uh, yes. Because what I don't want is on the day of Qiyamah, them showing up and say, Hey. You yeah. said this about me. You said this yeah. to me. And suddenly, everything that I've sort of accumulated and brought forward is now being, you know, distributed to these people. Yeah. And yeah. this is what is extremely, extremely... And this is why, you see, when 
again, you know, there's so many beautiful stories with regards to forgiveness. There's a, mm. there's a Sahabi, he walks into the company of the Prophet ﷺ, and before he walks in, the Prophet ﷺ said, the next person that walks in is, is, is a person of Jannah. Oh, they said, yeah, okay, hold on. So, yeah. this, yeah. so the yeah. other Sahabi follows this man home, and he makes an excuse to stay in his home for three days, and mm. he sees nothing out of the ordinary of this person. And mm. on the third day, he says, you know what, I actually lied to you. I, I didn't get thrown out of the house and all that, but I wanted to know what is it about you that the Prophet mm. ﷺ said that you are a man of Jannah. I've yeah. not seen you fast extra. I've not seen you pray extra. I didn't see you get up with the Ajuda extra. What yeah. have you done? He goes, every night before I sleep, I clean my slate. I, yeah. I ask for forgiveness for anything that I did wrong. And I forgive 100%. those that wronged me. 100%. And you know what? There's there's a beauty in that from uh, a psychological perspective, mental health perspective. And I'm sure in Afia Healing, you also teach this. Um, there is There is a burden lifted lifted off your shoulders by forgiving Absolutely. others rather than holding on to them because yeah. from i mean i found i've found from you know from a lot of the religious kind of uh uh practices and you know the prescriptions and and how to live life islam has quite a very uh specific way of dealing with these kind of things and we know that we as human beings as as muslims in particular we find that in the afterlife we're going to be judged uh, and we have uh, duties of two specific kinds, hukukul ibad and hukukul Allah. Yeah. So we have rights and uh, our relationship with God, uh, and we have our rights and our relationship uh, that we have exchanges with people. And both have to be, you know, uh, given the right amount of importance uh, in order for us to understand that, hang on, if we, if we sh- fall short, from what we owe to our creator. That's between us and our creator. But when we fall short between what we do between ourselves as human beings, then ultimately our creator isn't wanting to intervene until we've, we've sorted it out, you know, yeah. which is which is quite fascinating in, in forgiveness. It's sad because a lot of people say, oh, God will forgive. But hang on, God won't forgive what wrongs you've committed against other people. Other people. No, no. And this is what it we is need to understand is, is your actions, what impact is it having upon that person? Okay, and ah, this, is what I see with, this is what I see with a lot of my clients, people that we work with, is that your, a person's life can be destroyed based on what baggage they are carrying on behalf of other people. And especially yeah. within our culture, okay, within the Asian uh, culture around here, we yeah. have this thing that we carry burdens unnecessarily for prolonged periods of time. Sure. And we have this understanding that I should not forgive because if mm. I forgive, I will forget. And I cannot mm. forget because of all the harm that they did to me and they did to my parents and they did to everyone else. Mm. Right? And, and who is it harming in, in the whole time? Okay, whenever you carry uh. hurt, whenever you carry anger, frustration, all of these are inflamed emotions. And when you mm. keep these, and this is what the Prophet ﷺ said, that, you know, anger is from shaitan and shaitan is from the fire. And yeah. when you are consuming yeah. this anger and you are keeping it within your body, what does it do to you? It eats you up. It increases in acidity. It leads to inflammation. It increases swelling in the body. And it leads to chronic uh, health conditions. Right? Mm. Now, a simple istighfar, whereby you're asking for forgiveness. And, and by forgiving the person that harmed you, you are not forgiving them, but you are actually forgiving yourself. For yourself. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, and, and, and when you forgive yourself, you are freeing yourself. 
until yeah. you hold on to that burden of that person did this to me and this person took my money subhanallah mm. you remain under their clutch 100% mm-hmm. 100% absolutely yeah quick, quick question sheikh is it uh is it important to forget even if you forgive you will never forget I've got a really bad memory. <laughs> Depends on the damage, the level of yeah, the damage exactly, done. Yeah, exactly. I say, I say that I'm blessed with a bad memory sometimes because yeah, of that reason. You know, you know. Again, here, here is a beautiful example. You know, at the fat of Makkah when Makkah was conquered, hmm. him, the, the the lady that had orchestrated the martyrdom of Sayyidina Hamza radhiyallahu the, hmm. the beloved uncle of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, she came and wanting to accept Islam. So she mm. says, if the Prophet ﷺ sees me, he's not going to accept me. Right? Yeah, so she wore a niqab yeah. and she comes. And she yeah. says, I want to accept Islam. He goes, Hind, I know this is you. Right? Whether <laughs> <laughs> there's a veil, yeah. no veil, the Prophet ﷺ sees it all. Right? Yeah. And there he, he said, I accept your deen, but I have one condition. Okay? Mm. Is that whenever you see me walking around the streets, don't just keep jumping in front of me. Mm. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, <laughs> me again. Don't do these things. Why? Because this will bring back every time I see you. I remember, remember my yeah. uncle Hamza. So okay, so again, you see this. Yeah. This is beautiful. You forgive. You the forgetting doesn't happen, but mm. at the same time, you have the opportunity to set a healthy boundary. Sure. So I sure. live and you live. Okay. Don't, you know, don't expect me to yeah. come and say hello, salam, salam. No, 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 no. You know, there's there's certain hurts that have been you know uh, exchanged. Now, for sake of peace, let's just keep some distance. 100% you know remind me of something my cousin does and uh, he's one of my eldest cousins and um, he's one of the most uh, you know hospitable kind of people you ever come across he's the kind of guy who will treat you like a, a royalty you know king um, and he really looks after his guests and uh, he's he said to his own siblings because whilst his parents were alive you know they you know being the elder one of the elders from a, a, a large a uh, uh, number of siblings he was looked at for uh, you know support and help and people trod over him and yeah. people kind of took advantage of him and you know his own siblings and he would just take it for the sake of his parents you know upholding out of respect uh, some of that is culture some of that i guess is yeah. um you know other than you know respect for your parents and what not but he felt that he needed to do that yeah. and then uh he said afterwards that i've come to an age now where i've given everybody numbers like everybody's got uh you know 100 numbers to start off with now every time you do me wrong i will always forgive you yeah. <laughs> right i will always forgive you but what i'm going to do is i'm not going to be the same as i was before because it's starting to hurt me now you see yeah. i'm going to start to slightly you know distance myself with the community mm-hmm. so if i used to call you once every week i'm going to start calling you once every fortnight and maybe yeah. once every month you know so my relationship with you will still be as your elder brother i'll always be there for you i love yeah. you to bits you know you're a part of me and and i will always forgive you but I will start you know creating some distance between yeah. myself and you. You know it just reminds me of that as well. It is it's true though, isn't it? When Yeah, but we uh, need it. You you can't you see and this sure. is where a lot of the modern generation now just before I jumped onto this call, mm. I had a um, a session with one of my clients and discussing the same thing. My family has a cultural expectation of me. Mm. Okay? Yes. And so I have to go and do this and I must do this and well no mm. you don't because Islam doesn't say that. Yeah. Cultural Islam says that. Yeah. Okay. And unfortunately, 
non-Muslims, when they see Muslims behaving in a certain way, they feel that it's a Muslim thing to do. But they don't. Yeah, it's not. They don't realize it's not. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not a Muslim thing is, to do. Our deen is liberating. Our deen is, is, is here to set us free, not to tie us yeah. down and to throw us back in the dark ages. You know, oh, what, yeah. whatever, whatever modern science is coming out with now, we've already had that knowledge for 1400 years and plus. Right. Mm. But we still just want to keep trotting on ourselves. And, and, you know, literally, we need, we need to seek forgiveness of that as well. Of uh, not really 100%. stepping into our light. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. And this is, this is where people are stuck, Ajib. It's, it's, it's um, you know, and, and this is what we really need to go off is whatever we hold on to, this mm. is an emotion which is toxic. Okay. And that uh, toxicity absolutely. is what kills us. Coming back to uh, the question Ali asked at the beginning then, how do you define forgiveness? What does, what does forgiveness look like? Well, forgiveness is anything where you step away from how you should be as an ideal human being. Okay, when you step away from that, either, and what you also said, there's two rights that a person has, hukukullah and hukukul ibad. Okay? Yeah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his own mercy, you know, you can even just discount hukukullah completely. Why? Because everything is about his servant. Mm. Everything sure. is about the way you treat someone. Because a person might not have read a single salah in his life, not fasted a single fast, not never been for hajj, never paid zakah. Mm. He shows up in Allah's court and says, Allah, I'm sorry, I was lazy. And it's in Allah's right and, and choice to say, you know what? Ah, it's all right, forget it. Right? Mm. But mm. you or myself have taken 50p of someone, we didn't pay it back. Mm. That person on Yom Al-Qiyamah is going to stand there and say, my 50 pence. Mm. Right? And that's yeah. what's going to harm us. Not the salahs that we missed. And No, no, no. But the things that we spoke about other people, we backbited, we slandered, we cheated, we, you know, all of these things, this is what is going to harm us. And so this, this concept of seeking forgiveness is the things that we did that took us off our highest essence. Mm. Yeah, and then we keep coming back. And the beautiful thing about astaghfirullah, oh Allah, I seek your forgiveness, is that it's not just about sin, mm. but it's there to elevate our status also. 100%. Yeah? 100%. And then it just keeps, Allah keeps giving because you know the Prophet is masum and you know there is no sin or anything, but by him, every istighfar that he says, it is only elevating his status higher. Sure. And it is through sure. istighfar Allah gives you, as he says in the Quran, that mm. he gives us um, an increase in wealth. He gives us an increase in our awlad, in our mal, in our jan, in our rizq. Okay, so mm. if anyone is feeling, um, you know, constricted in terms of their rizq, mm. let them even turn to istighfar even because of that. Sure. And so sure. Allah's conditional statements in the Quran say, make istighfar, I'll give you more. Yeah. Yeah. SubhanAllah. And so these are the treasures, inshallah. You know, if, if we can really attach ourselves to that, and, and, you know, in, in the pious predecessors, they used to have this concept of muhasiba. Mm. Okay, keeping account, keeping hisab. Yeah. And yeah. when you keep a hisab of yourself, how many people did I swear at today? How many people did I shout at? How many times did I lie? How many times did I do something mm. wrong? Okay, keep mm. an account of it. At the end of the day, you make toba, you make istighfar, you read salat mm. toba. Okay, you, you keep your account clear. 100%. Rafiq asked the question, how mm. do you distinguish between cutting family ties and saving yourself, whether from physical or spiritual harm? 
Yeah, because what you don't want to do is tell them, you know, uh, the, I never want to see your face again type of thing. Mm. But, you know, you have you have that very frank discussion with them if yeah. you need in the presence of a mediator to yeah. say, look, these are the things that you did to me. Okay, mm. and this is the harm that was inflicted upon me. I respect yeah. you for being my family. I continue mm. to pray for you and your guidance. <clears throat> okay, but just so yeah. that it doesn't keep hurting me over and over again, I mm. am limiting my contact with you. Okay, so yeah. don't expect me to keep coming every Friday and hugging you like we used to before this whole incident. Or mm. I'm not going to invite you to my son's birthday party or whatever. Or don't okay, come to like my janaza. <laughs> Some people oh, no, go to yeah, that extreme. That's, that's, don't that's you dare problem. come to my janaza. I've yeah. seen that happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, but again, yeah. and, and you see, this is this is the nafs. Okay, and that's another topic. Of course, yeah. of course, and, and it gets in the way, doesn't it? Uh, but there's, I mean, I tell you what, I found myself in a position once that, and, it, and it's the first time I did this because I felt I was I was wronged at a, at a high level, right? Mm. Uh, in, in and, and I said to this person, look, I am not going to interact with you anymore yeah. until you apologize. And they were older yeah. than me. And I thought yeah. to myself, I deserve an apology. I'm, yeah. I'm going to stand my ground on this time. You know, on yeah. this occasion, I'm going to stand my ground. This person seems yeah. to be getting away with, you know, hurting other people's feelings and doing wrong by them. And I'm going to say, look, don't expect me to interact with you or have any conversation with you until yeah. you apologize and acknowledge what you did was wrong. But they went to such a another extreme that they ended up trying to get witnesses to corroborate to with yeah. them to lie, and the, and the, and they said and they even read the shahada and said I didn't say this. <laughs> you know that to that extent because yeah. the, like you said the nafs gets in the way. They 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 uh, they're not able to actually acknowledge that they have done wrong. I've I've seen people like this who will never acknowledge. Either they've made a mistake or they've yeah. done wrong in any way. And that actually is more harmful to them than it is to anybody else. Absolutely. But you see, look, and this is what's important. I think that's what Ali was saying. You know, where do you draw the line or where do you start from? The thing mm. is that first you make your effort. So in your case, mm. you knew that this person has done you wrong, right? Mm. Now there's two options for this person. They can say, I acknowledge I'm sorry. Mm. Or we leave it until Yomar Qiyama where, you know, a more stricter approach will be taken. Yeah. So by asking someone to, you know, uh, for seek their forgiveness from you, is actually mm. helping them for the hereafter also. Yeah, okay. as if so, they as if they see it that way. If they see it, but but that's fine. But as long as you've taken, uh, you know, the stance from your part, you've done your bit. Now you can step away. Mm. Okay, it's like someone. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's always a case. It's the people are gonna. You know, there's things that we might have said in haste. We would have said, you know, just in the in the in not knowing better. But mm. sometimes, you know, like on Eid, they'll say, "Oh, please forgive me if I've said anything, right?" Or before they go for Hajj, they suddenly show yeah. up on your door. Yeah. Oh, mafi, mafi. <laughs> what is what is forgiveness? You know, forgiveness. This is what I tell my children as well. You know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Forgiveness is changed behavior. Mm. Okay, if you are mm. seeking forgiveness and you keep saying, "I am sorry." That sorry needs to translate into a behavior, into an action. Exactly, exactly. Yeah? And, and and not repeat the wrong that no, you've committed yeah, in the exactly. first place. I'll go back to the same thing. Even mm. though as in sound, we do exactly that. We say, Ya Allah, I'm mm. sorry. But then we mm. do exactly the same thing. Yeah, I won't miss Allah my fajr again. And you do different. it the next day. <laughs> and Allah says, I don't mind, keep doing it. But as long yeah. as you keep asking forgiveness, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but 100%. that doesn't allow insan to do the same. Because yes. Allah's forgiving is a very different from insan forgiving. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. And, and there's, a, there's technical issues there, but yeah. 
Yeah, but it's a very valid point, though, because people often conflate the two, don't they? You know, yeah. they feel that if they've wronged a human being, they'll ask God for forgiveness, and that mm. will be they'll go to Hajj, ask God for forgiveness, and yeah. their, their sins are cleansed. Yeah. Um, but they don't realize that, hang on, I've wronged a person. That person mm. has to forgive me. Yeah. Uh, and and vice versa as well. It's quite fascinating how people's psyche works. Huh, Ali? You know, how people... cultural, isn't it? I, I even had a yeah. case where, where there's an auntie, um, you know, does so much wrong, right, to her, to her daughter-in-laws. And when the daughter-in-laws mm. stand up and say, look, you can't do this. This is like against Islam. She goes, who are you to tell me I go for Hajj and I do my Umrah? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's like two different... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Buying here, selling there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Keisha is asking, can you forgive and still hate someone? That um, needed to be mentioned. You can forgive, okay? But the more you forgive, you're detaching. It's not about hate because the hate harms you. Mm, 100%. The hate is an emotion that harms you. So the yeah. whole purpose of forgiveness is to actually relieve yourself of yeah. that emotion that is bringing harm unto yourself. Because the moment you find yourself that you're inflamed and you've got pains and you've got all these aches in your body that cannot be explained and you know it's not gym and stuff, mm. it's emotions. Okay, mm. and then that's that's what it is. And this is what forgiveness helps to keep in, in check and in balance. 100%. Wow, this is quite deep when you think about it because you wouldn't normally relate physical ailments mm. to, you know, psychological, like aches in the body that you mentioned. Well, you know, we how were, many people would be able yeah. to connect that to? Not generally, people don't. We were talking about this on the way here. Remember, they were talking about NLP and, and the effects yeah. of, of of words, and that obviously it's all can interconnected, isn't it? When mm. when people feel a certain way, they feel you know it has has an effect on the gastric systems, you know, yeah. and it has effect in, on the mental health, and that translates to all sorts of other illnesses. Uh, and some people don't. This is why when when you know, like people have sleepless nights when they're stressed. Yeah, or they have problems waking up in the morning when they feel like they're, you know, nothing's going right for them in life. And the doctors, when they do their diagnosis, you know, and they, and they prod for the fact through the fact find, they try and find out what's going on around this person's life, which could be affecting them and, and, and having an effect on their uh, physiology rather than just their, um, the, uh, you know, the, the, what we can see is the mental health. It's amazing. Yeah. It, they're, they're all connected. They're all connected. Yeah, uh, uh, it's amazing. This, you know, when we when we talk about forgiveness, obviously there's the question can sometimes arise, isn't that you know I'm in my rights not to forgive because there's I put the question up in my private group on Facebook uh, yesterday. Uh, is it too late to say I'm sorry? And and some people said it's never ever late or too late to say I'm sorry. Um, the question is, does the person who feels grieved? Uh, always have to forgive the question is why do they need to forgive so that's that's for that's example a good question for example ali did me wrong hmm. and by me holding on to the wrong that ali has done and i churn over it day and night okay hmm. and ali continues to live his life hmm. okay he, and he's doing you more harm, about yeah, me. yeah. Yeah. And now because I'm in a bad mood, my wife suffers, my children suffer, my work mm. is suffering. Okay, mm. day in, day out, I, my, I'm losing my appetite. So letting go of that hurt on my part is more important than getting him to come and say sorry to me. Mm. So even when somebody doesn't come to ask you for forgiveness, for your own sake, it's probably the right thing to do to go and tell them 
yeah. I forgive you. <laughs> you yeah. know, sharmin na karo ne. Not even, not even I forgive you, but just that you've done me wrong and and it's hurt me in this way, and that's it. But you know what? You need to ask forgiveness mm. of is yourself. Mm. Now, okay, listen to this, and Ali, think about this one as you as you've got your thinking cap on there. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Is, is you need to seek forgiveness more so from yourself because of the harm that you've been doing unto yourself for all mm. these years. Hundred percent. For twenty years, for thirty years, you've not spoken to your sister, or the masi, or the khala has not spoken to you. And they don't even know why they're not why they're naraz with one another first, right? Mm. And they don't know what it's about. But in those twenty, thirty years, what harm have you brought upon yourself? And, and, and this it, is why even subconsciously, yeah. even not even consciously, yeah. And again, in your namaz, you know, at, after our durud, we say, "Allahumma inni zulm tu nafsi, zulman kathira." Oh Allah, I've wronged myself. Yeah, with yeah. Much wrong, right? Yes. And and what is that wrong? That wrong is holding on to that bad opinion. That wrong that you've done yourself is holding on to that anger and to the mm. injustice. Okay, mm. and that person's living their life. Anger is a poison. You drink, hoping the other person dies, and they never die. They flourish, but you are mm. the one that's dying. Mm. And this yes. is so important because, and this is why you know in the hadith when you look at emotions, the Prophet is consistently telling us your anger, your anger, your anger. Don't hurt mm. the feelings of people. Seek forgiveness. Mm. Give people's rights back. Give the due. Don't touch the money of the orphan. You know, maintain the rights of your neighbors. It's consistent that in order to maintain our emotional well-being, mm. we should be in that zone where we are not affecting and afflicting other people with our baggage. Hundred percent. You know what? I, we were having this discussion after our last podcast, and one of my friends was talking about. You know whether it's it's moral. If it comes down to moral, what was the topic of last week? Conflict of interest. Conflict of interest, and they were bringing it down to morals. And my my stance was, I don't feel there's anything such as universal objective uh, morality uh, in 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 the worldly sense. Yeah, uh, unless we start looking at theology, we have to. Otherwise, we, there isn't. Generally, there isn't. And one of the questions. Um, uh that that's raised in my mind looking at that is you know when we when we you know what i've lost my train of thought there because i wanted to attach that with this mm. and and with what you were saying about forgiving other people um and the wrongs that you you've done to yourself for, for all these years uh, it's 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 completely escaped me i think i think because a lot of the times some people feel they've been wronged when it it might not even concern them and then you know you look at you have to define certain ways within your own value system as to what you're going to let affect you and what shouldn't be affecting you um and i think one of the other examples we talked about even with when i talk to my kids and i talk to them about if i have a disagreement with somebody as your father with somebody else somebody says something to me they've wronged me you don't have the right to have that animosity with them and they couldn't comprehend it at first because that's for them it's just like the loyalty is you've done my father wrong i'm going to do you and <laughs> yeah, you know i mean it's sticking up for their dad isn't it, it yeah like, but okay, this so is why you would, when, you would say otherwise 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's an Islamic concept that you know yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you're not allowed mm-hmm. to create or, or carry any form of ill feelings or animosity towards someone because just because one of your relatives, your father or your mother, has been wronged by them in certain. But yes, you can seek retribution or you know uh, seek some kind of right from those wrongs by educating them, talking to them, opening dialogue. But you can't hold that hold that grudge because it's not between you two. Amazing, isn't it's it? It's all for learning, isn't it? You, you obviously, you know what to be wary of, who to be wary of, mm-hmm. and all of that. And I think when it comes to forgiveness, forgiving, asking for forgiveness, when it's a two-way transaction, when both people acknowledge one has been wronged and one has wronged, mm. there's one seeking forgiveness and there's one forgiving, mm. f- fairly straightforward, or you'd like to think so. Mm. Where it gets complicated, and like Sheikh was saying, that is that when the other person is either oblivious or just refuses to accept or admit. So it's forgiving when there's nobody asking for forgiveness. And I think that's the hardest thing. Um, Sheikh, from your experience, do you find people on the other side of the fence, do you find people um, struggling to ask for forgiveness or accept the fact that, you know, just see it for what it is if they've wronged somebody? I think it takes a a level of maturity before you get to the point of being able to ask for forgiveness. And so when you Good are point. in the lower levels of the nafs, um, where it's all about me, 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 then uh, you are never wrong. So mm. when you are never wrong, then uh, there's nothing to ask forgiveness of. But as you, you know, and this is what we find as we're getting older and, the, you know, the white hairs are coming through, mashallah. I prefer to use you know, the word mature. Uh, chair with with yeah, and these are signs. Of, of <laughs> I've got maturity. I've got more white hairs than both of you put together, I think. <laughs> and so, in that, what happens is now you know life begins to slow down. You start to reflect a little bit more, and in doing mm. so, you really start to see. Okay, you know what? I I do need to amend and change my ways, and you know, and then just straighten the record out. Mm. And Subhanallah, you know, the opportunities are created, and and this is the beauty of our Deen. Is that mm. if it is followed in its in its in its perfection, Alhamdulillah, it transforms an individual 100%. from being that nafsi, you know, uh, yeah. shaitani, hewani character yeah. into something that is sublime and something that is you know content and calm and energized mm. and centered and and this is the beauty of it. Our salah yeah. is not something that you know Allah needs of us. Rather, yeah, we need our true. salah. We need it. Yeah. ourselves into a, yeah. a routine, a discipline. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah. it's amazing. But again, you know, I just feel that there is such a, uh, 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 there's this massive canyon between our practice of deen and understanding what our deen is there for. Mm. You know, and that gap is what is causing everyone grief yeah. on every level. Yeah. Super Shaka on, uh, on YouTube is asking, is it forgiveness if afterwards we suddenly remember and feel upset again and must re-forgive? No, uh, at the end of the day, you do your part. It is human to feel those emotions. It's human for them to come up again. And mm. Alhamdulillah, and, and again, you see, this is the beauty of our deen whereby we can make, you know, have that formal conversation and ask for forgiveness. But mm. then anything that remains after, we turn it to Allah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Allah, mm. I'm now placing this in front of you. I've done my part. Now mm. this is the part that's hurting me. And yeah. this, the re-forgiving when the hurt comes up, is now requiring self-forgiveness. And I think there's an, you know, it's incumbent upon us to safeguard ourselves as well, because 
when we put ourselves in our situ- in a situation where we know that the the probability of being hurt is going to be quite high by us continually doing that is actually a form of self-harm self-harm as we know yeah. is haram um so whether we harbor ill thoughts feelings which then translate into physical ailments and physiological mm. ailments or whether we put ourselves in situations where we are continually uh being subjected to mental uh torture or any abuse or anything like that there's there's no point then to say you know one day they may ask for forgiveness uh, i mean uh, rafiq also asked uh, whether there's a there's a there's a hadith in there related to uh if somebody is uh one second i'm reading uh, isn't there a hadith about let someone make you don't let don't let someone make you a victim twice yeah so yeah so i mean you know i think that hazali radiyallahu anhu once also said that if somebody is 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 always backing off don't keep chasing them you know um we often find that especially within certain types of relationships again culturally embedded within us especially the ladies like you know the tum marengi te teri tera janaza is ghar jo niklega when you die your janaza is going to leave from this house and yes, there's no no yeah, yeah mm. there's no coming back right so that pressure mental pressure mm. um you know these are the kind of things which often yeah. culturally seep into our normal lives and we think that they're islamic because our parents told us that but it's not you know it's in fact it's far from it yeah have you you must have come across situations like that as well uh, too much too much i think i think it's rife within our community that um you know this whole uh, subject matter of narcissism um mm. whereby you know um the women in our household are mistreated to an extent and mm. and justified you know you using um the guise of the deen and then mm. equally so there are men that are abused equally you know from women in in a in a similar dynamic and again mm. it's all about uh, you know making ourselves aware of the knowledge because our deen does not allow for anyone to be emotionally abused this 100%. is very important yeah. okay yeah. to 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 shut up someone by saying oh you can't do this it's against the deen but yet subhanallah what are you inflicting upon me You know mm. I've been married into this household to be a slave for this household. Allah mm. does not allow this. Allah does not give you the right to do so. Yeah. Okay? And and again, you know, and and this unfortunately is is this divide that I said that you know what is what do you think the deen is and what is the deen really there for? Mm. And if you're not going to, you know, bring awareness and bring that light into that person to give them because ultimately all of these relationships generally the overall feel that I get from them is that mm. over time when people live under a cultural understanding of deen they actually lose their iman in the process 100% it wears thin. yeah it wears thin. yeah they, scary they know they they are crying every night and allah is doing nothing for me but yet if you want change you have to go out there and get it yeah okay yeah. even though and this is where most you know people get stuck is that what will people say mm look yeah and yeah. then you break the cultural taboo and my uncle will say this and my my dad yeah. won't be able to show his face yeah. but yet i will continue what will the neighbors say what will the community say well you should think about you know you should have what thought about allah that before what does allah yeah. say yeah yeah exactly and then that's what we need we need to raise awareness about this 
hundred percent. And I think it will be probably worth having these discussions ongoing because it's not going to be mm. something we can do justice to over one one no, podcast. No, no. No, no. But move, moving on from on the topic of forgiveness, because at some point or another, we're all consumers as well. Yeah. <laughs> we buy products, we buy stuff online, we buy stuff uh, uh, from shops and stuff. Are we too forgiving or not forgiving enough as consumers? In what way? In any way you want to pull that? Yeah, I think I think it's look, a broad it's question. Always, yeah, it's very broad. It's, it's too open. I think you shouldn't be allowed to ask questions like that. Um, <laughs> uh, Only we're allowed to ask those kind yeah, of questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, like, just throw it out. No, I think I think where we are in a in a uh, society, our mindset is such that we have developed zero tolerance. Okay, sure. if a thing has yeah. got the slightest uh, nooks, we just want to send it back. This is my yeah. right, customer right, blah blah blah, and then. Again, it's, it's created a very different um, perspective of how we look at life. Mm. And it's, it's, it's very dangerous because I can see that our children are doing that as well. Mm. Or just send it back, send it back. You know, it's like, hello, what? And um, yeah. yeah, so we are not forgiving. We, you know, we want, we want to be forgiven, but we don't want to forgive. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, Ali owns a, a, a retail business as well. And mm-hmm. um, uh, it's something we've often spoken about where people are less likely to leave positive compliments. Yeah. And when it comes to it, they'll be the first to throw in a negative comment or feedback. Eh, Ali, mm, do you find that happens yeah. in your business as well? I think it's in all businesses nowadays. People Every are business. you know, quick to criticize and quick to sort of complain because they feel that they can. Um, whereas they don't hold that same kind of standards and things for them for their own selves, you know, they're allowed to make mistakes, but nobody else is, and that's the kind of consumerism that you know that we live in. So mm. I agree with that point that the Sheikh makes. Is absolutely right. You know, we're not uh, we want to be forgiven, but we don't want to uh, forgive. True. Sheikh, yeah. Sheikh, any any final points? Any any pearls of wisdom before before you go inshallah i know we've uh, we've kept you for a bit longer <laughs> i apologize <laughs> well I, I don't even know whether we, we we booked you in for this long but how we, we just ran with it anyway <laughs> this is this is ali's 15 minutes he he, he this is true to his cultural pakistani kind of timing <laughs> i think look at the end of the day um continue to ask for forgiveness in the morning and in the evening 70 times mm. inshallah um, keep an, keep hisab of yourself. You know, mm. identifying your day just before you sleep, just say, how did my day go? Okay, mm. how many people did I upset? How many people did I swear at, etc.? Make some mm. tawbah for that. Okay? And mm. just try to keep your slate clear. The other beautiful thing that you can do, you know, like there's so many people that have passed away or people that you've lost contact with that you might have wronged. Okay? Mm. Every yeah. now and again, you know, read uh, Ikhlas 10 times, read Fatiha 10 times or whatever, and say, Ya Allah, write this in their books. Okay, do do a tasbih of Kulullahad. Okay, and grant them the reward of a hundred ikhlas and say, Ya Allah, mm. give it to them. Anytime mm. that you know people are asking for sponsorship and stuff like that for a well, get a well built and say, Ya Allah, reward to all of those that I've heard. Mm. Okay, why? Because you just want to clear your account on this side. Because on mm. that day when that person That's says, that. Ali took fifty P off me extra, mm. right? Allah will say, But he built a well for you in your name. What do you want? The fifty mm. P or the reward from that well? And they'll say, okay, forget the 50p, I'll have that well reward. Okay, and, and this is the beauty of our deen, and yeah. work smart, not hard. Yeah, work smart, not hard. Yeah. So, I think on that note, there's a good parting words from you, uh, Zuhair Saab, and uh, 
Uh, we'll keep in touch and uh, hopefully continue such discussions in the future. Oh, appreciate it and thank you so much for uh, for joining us. Um, anything you want to add to that, Ali, before we... No, we again, once again, uh, apologies for keeping you a little bit longer. Uh, there, there was a lot to take in and I think it's that kind of a topic Yeah, I noticed where... you went kind of blank for a bit you, know you went into deep thoughts are you like into a trance you know, i wasn't i wasn't the, doing any hypnotherapy the thing is, tonight and it's <laughs> i say quality over quantity and we say yeah, in various aspects yeah. but the, the way the brother so speaks is it makes you think mm. you know it's not just a case of running off words and words and fancy words and jargon and everything it's something that most of us can sort of relate to connect to and really understand and before you know it you're you're rerunning certain scenarios that might have happened in life and everything yeah. else. I, I could see like, those cogs churning in your yeah. mind. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Um, credit to you too, man. You you kept it going while I was uh, in my own world. But I'm back now, inshallah. <laughs> we'll, we'll give the sick <laughs> Sheikh Ijazah. Zakallah, thank you so much. Speak to you soon. Take care. Well, that was interesting with Zahir. You know what? I don't think you envisaged the conversation going that way, did you? No, um, that's the way of the world, and that's the way that we are. We never kind of, uh, we're not scripted. We're yeah, very off the cuff. We're we're live, and we're straight from the heart, you know, true, or from the hip, or from the collar, whatever they call it nowadays. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> shoot from the hip, yeah, shoot from the hip. Um, but no, it's 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 a lot to think about. It's a lot to take in, and you know what? When you, it's only when you hear it said in certain ways that you start to think, okay, this this now makes sense. Why am I the one? holding on to everything mm. you know everybody has gone about they're living their life yeah they've done what they've done whether they can see it they can't mm. see it whether they can accept it not accept it and i think it was it brother Rafiq or someone said you know look somebody can stab you in the back 17 times mm. and then text you the word sorry or we quits yeah you know yeah and there's an element of this that the sheikh uh sort of enlightened on us on is that Look, there is a difference between forgiving and forgetting. Mm. And it's very important to know the difference. If you know somebody is bad for you or toxic or, mm. you know, affecting your life, mm. which then in turn affects your spouse and your kids and your sort of whole, mm. you know, household or the the energies within your own home, then it's okay then to it's, slightly... It's toxic. Then it that's, is toxic. That's, that's it's toxic. okay to distance from that person somewhat. Yeah, you know, cutting people off, and the, the example that you gave about, you know, don't even attend my dinner and whatever. Yeah, yeah so to that okay, extreme, yeah. that's a little bit Bollywood. Yeah, of yeah. course, Bollywood so, and Hollywood as well, and, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, refrain from that. But it's okay to say, "Look, bro, you do your thing. I'm going to do mine." Yeah, I know we used to link up every this, this, whatever. You know, that you might see a, a little bit of difference in that, mm. but it is what it is. I'm still here if you need me. Mm. you know yeah. <laughs> and i don't know if you can call that middle ground i'll call it middle ground i'm gonna call it middle i think ground. it's 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 the it's the fairest way of progressing Absolutely. forward if anything Absolutely. because you, you severing ties is not a good thing it, nobody wants yeah. to do it that's the thing it's not it's that not, it's, it's not, not even not. that nobody wants to do it ali it's not in islamic terms yeah. it's not even allowed with you amongst your siblings yeah, yeah. but that putting that aside Look, severing ties completely is never a good thing because sooner or later, one day or another, you're going to end up bumping into each other, at, yeah. you know, family gatherings or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so again, it's like Zahara was saying, you do it for yourself. Mm. 
and then to continue falling down the same uh, hole uh, or the well, you know, in, in, in being mistreated and Ill, ill-treated several times at a time, that is also not a good thing. No. Yeah? We need to be mature enough and conscious enough to say, I have been wrong. This is wrong. Yes, I will let it go, but I will let it go in a way which is going to be not so uh, detrimental to me as well at the same time. Because yeah, most people... You're letting go what's happened. But again, mm. is it once bitten, twice shy? Twice right? shy, yeah. You know, you don't put yourself in that same situation, that over same scenario. Again. You don't leave yourself so vulnerable. And I think that's the difference. Mm. Um what's going on internally mm. i think a lot of people fail to address that it's so much focused on where's the other person what are mm. they doing what did mm. they do why did they do it do they know it why can't they apologize mm. and ultimately you you could get an apology 20 oh, years some people 20 years later you get an apology yeah yeah now do you get your 20 years back of course not no yeah you know some, is, do is some it, people look for revenge never mind just asking for yeah. an apology and, and, and this is the important thing is is that live your life you know mm. ultimately it's it's your own self that suffers your own family those around you yeah. for someone else's sort of you know there's a lot of things that come into it the self-respect self-appreciation mm. you know uh, these things are very important. People end up neglecting a lot. Self-care, self-love, you know. Mm. The, yes, thinking about oneself excessively is always not a good thing, right? But there's a balance. You have to think of yourself enough so that harm is not done unto you by the same people over and over again. And yeah. you allowing that to happen because ultimately there will be a choice, you know. You you can be stung by somebody once, mm. but then if you could repeatedly give them that opportunity, you made that choice. Then it's your own fault, isn't it? Then yeah. you put yourself there. Yeah. You can't keep crying and saying, that person's done me wrong again, that person's done me wrong again, that person's done me wrong again. And then, you know, suddenly wish for something. I think it's a cultural right. thing. I think, um, and you guys touched upon it earlier, is that knowing, you know, Look, there's bad traits or there's negative things in all cultures, right? Mm. In our culture, it's like you just have to be okay with everyone. No, what will people say? What will this? What will that? You mm. have to be best friends. You have to whatever, whatever. Sometimes you don't. Mm. You know, as unfortunate yeah, yeah. as it is, sometimes yeah. you have to uh, let certain family members loose and you have to say, look, you know what? We're just different people or we're toxic to each other or whatever the situation uh, there's going to be a bit of a gap or a distance or, you know, space between mm. us. Mm. We're not dead to each other, but, mm. you know, that's just the way that it's got to be because... We're obviously different people. We're obviously we, different people, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm feeling hurt by something that you're doing, you're not yeah. seeing it. Yeah. So, you know, there's something wrong there. And vice versa. If somebody else keeps saying to me, look, you know, why do you do this? Why do you do that? It hurt mm. me. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's what's best for you. Or that's what's this or that's what that. Mm. I can't see it. Mm. Then... You know, if that person isn't um, wise enough or sensible enough to say, bro, you know, let's uh, have a bit of a distance, yeah. then I should be able to. If yeah. I keep upsetting this person, mm. you know, consecutively yeah. or repeatedly, yeah. and then I should be able to. So I think between um, you've got to assess every single relationship for what it is, you know. And I'm not talking about blood or friendship or business ties or whatever, but regardless take all those titles mm. and everything away mm. and think okay person to person human mm. to human mm. is this healthy 
are we happy are we bringing value to each other's lives mm. you know uh, is this good for us mm. and if it's like a one way street or if it's something you know what a lot of the times uh, uh you know both of us get into get involved in situations where we're asked for help Mm. by people who have been wronged even in a situation where like uh, a a wife may have been left by her husband or she was wronged by her husband and you know she's kicked out of the house and the kids don't have no to you know those kind of things right unfortunately a lot of the times when people find it difficult to move on is because of the cultural pressures and the way they've been programmed more often than not i would say uh, yeah throughout throughout and their, then there's the yeah. added element of uh, I don't know if the boy who cried wolf is the right thing but it's probably mm. not but how many times do you get the wrong doer mm. you know trying to get attention or empathy yeah. or whatever yeah. and yeah. you just think there may be more elo- eloquent in, in 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 yeah. kind of explaining what had happened in such a way that you know even if you have a mediator if yeah. it's a decent mediator they'll see through it anyway but if it's just family they'll they'll convince everybody else that you're the one who's in the wrong yeah i was you know i was actually listening to someone that i think it was dr peterson and he said um and he gave the example of the husband and wife but this could this could uh, relate to any other relationship just because you won the argument mm. doesn't mean you're right mm. you know it yeah. could just mean that the other person either wasn't as eloquent yeah. or didn't know yeah. how to put the argument forward or, or construct the or argument construct yeah. it so you shouldn't go out into the world thinking like that, mm. that as long as i can uh, speak better than the other person or i can get more mm. likes on social media or i can get more of a following or mm. you know i can yeah. that that means i'm right But people enjoy that kind of thing you'll notice there's people who sing the loudest uh or you know do their own praise the loudest and you know shout out the loudest they get more of a following uh in those kinds of things because people and 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 a lot of people believe them as well mm. in the stuff that they do because generally because of just the way they carry themselves and how they uh put it across you know yeah. and it's amazing we were again talking about the same thing on the way here weren't we about You know, I think we should record our conversations <laughs> on the way into the studio, yeah, yeah, yeah. And rather than in the studio. Yeah, about that. What was? Um, I'm sure you had two paracetamol before you come in, right? Was Did that? I, uh, you know what? Are you carrying aches and pains and niggles that you I'm need to kind of glad. address? I'm glad. I'm glad I had that paracetamol on the way here because although I still got a headache, I should have had two. Although I still got a headache, um, you know, you kind of went into a space. You spaced out for a bit today. Yeah, man. <laughs> Gave me a bit of oomph. But on that note, we have come to uh, a close uh, and and at the end of our session for today. Ali, any parting words from you? Is it too late to say I'm sorry? It's never too late um, to apologize. That wasn't. Did you see? Could have said it in in, in, in yeah. June, yeah. But um, I think look, focus on apologizing. Is is my honest? I think most of the show has been about being wronged. and naturally so it's like human instinct to think about when, when such a topic arises you start to think about the people that have wronged you but it's only very few of us that will actually think about the people that we may have wronged mm. the people that may have become distant over the years and you're not sure why and you're not always be able you're not always able to connect the dots so mm. wherever possible chase up you know uh relations communications acquaintances whatever and say look i know this might sound a bit random or a bit odd but if if knowingly unknowingly i've ever sort of upset you in any way or if i've ever said anything out of turn you know what i genuinely apologize that was not my intention i think that's really really important if you say if 
unknowingly upset you wasn't my intention. Well, the thing is, if you know what you did, yeah, then that's then knowing. Bro, yeah, that's on you. <laughs> that's on you. You know, yeah, don't even yeah. try and say. But what, if, what if it's somebody who's who's always upset at people for something or another? <laughs> regardless, <laughs> okay. regardless, that you'd, should... you'd still you still keep apologizing. Uh, yeah, up to up to a certain extent, and after a while, <laughs> like it, after a while, you just walk your own ways, isn't it? Yeah, sure. But it's, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't take a lot to forgive, but it's it's difficult to ask for forgiveness. So, if you're on the side of having somebody, you know, seek uh, your forgiveness, be be big enough to forgive them, isn't it? They've they've done ninety percent of the work. They've come to you. Uh, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of courage sometimes for people to even take that step. So I would say yes, hundred percent. Uh, how you interact with them after that is entirely a different thing. But um, for your own sake, as Zohar was saying, for your own sake, let it go and then move on for your own health. For mm, your own sake. Absolutely. Yeah. Ladies and gents, that's the end of the show for today. Hopefully we'll see you back. Same time, same place. Tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, next week, <laughs> next week days, on bro. Tuesday, seven o'clock. Have a good one. Take care.